I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What day is it? Oh, work. Is it, is it Tuesday? No, it's it's Wednesday. 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 It's Wednesday. Hello, this is Strange Jason from Six Foot Plus. You're listening to See You Next Wednesday from ModernSuperior.com. Welcome to episode 75 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on July 31st. That's a Wednesday, as usual, in 2013. And my name is Dan Gorman. Sorry, sometimes my wife forgets that she's not an alien from outer space. (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Oh, I guess in my day I've seen bears do things even a bear wouldn't do. (laughs) I'm Greg Legro, and stay on this road here past Dead Man's Pit and come to an old fence called the Devil's Fence. From there you go on foot till you come to a valley known as the Cathedral of Lost Soap. Soap. Smack in the center of what they call Forgetful Milkman's Quadrangle. <laughs> Stay right on the path of Staring Skulls, and you come to a place called Death Clearing. Cabin's right there. Can't miss it. <laughs> uh, I think the Devil's Fence is my yeah. favorite thing. This week, I all of our intros... Forgetful Milkman's Quadrangle. <laughs> brought to you by the Lost Skeleton of Cadavra. If you have not seen the movie, fucking see that movie. It's so funny. Yeah, that's a really good movie. That's one of those movies that when I found out about it in college, it was one that like I walked around in the dorms with, like, you have to watch this. So like, yeah, yeah. Any door that was open, I was like, "Excuse me, we're watching this now." It's like it's like mystery science theater level fun yeah. time. Yeah, totally. It's so good. She was part woman, part four different animals. <laughs> uh, yeah, check that movie out. Lost Skeleton of Cadaver. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking good. Uh, we got film roulette this week. We're talking about the Wolverine versus a Netflix pick, Abduction, with Taylor Lautner. Uh, we're going to roll for some movies, and it's going to be a tense one, I think. Greg and I listen to some insane clown posse, and we'll, re- we'll get back to you about that later. Mighty death pop. And we'll be, doing some, uh, we'll be doing some hero swap at the end of the mm-hmm. episode. Oh, that's a lot. That's yeah. A but first, action-packed. we'll talk about some stuff. What's going on in the movie world, well, guys? 
I saw a trailer today for uh, the new movie with Ken Marino, produced by the Duplass brothers, called yes. Bad Milo, yes. and it I looks fucking great. It looks funny. It looks amazing. Yeah. I think it looks fucking the best. It's about a little monster that lives in Ken Marino's butthole, and it comes out and kills people. Yeah, as a result of uh, stress. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out and kills people that stress him out. Yeah, and in order for him to stop all the killing, he's got to befriend this Milo character that looks kind of like a weird gremlin slash turd slash well, i don't know it, it's got really big eyes like it's like they try and cute it, up it a little. i think it looks kind of yeah. adorable <laughs> for a monster born of ken moreno's butthole yeah it does look funny um oh, great. Yep. it's got gillian jacobs yeah steven root mm-hmm. mary mm-hmm. k place did the duplass brothers write it or they just no no they, they just produced, produced it it's okay. directed by guy jacob vaughn and I think he's worked on some other movies in that, like, um, in, like, the Duplass Brothers, like... Oeuvre. <laughs> or or just friend group, maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, the butthole monster kind of looks like if somebody shaved Gizmo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. It's um, adorable. If he, he, he was made out of poop. <laughs> but he's not... I don't think he's made out of poop. No, no he? he just has a poopy texture to him. <laughs> he's got a... He, there's a poopy quality. Yeah. No question about that. Um, yeah, let me... I just want to see if this guy had directed anything else. Uh, yeah, he's done some short movies, some short films. Mm. So... No, wait, that was the writer. My mistake. Terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. <laughs> Anyway, is there a release date on this? Uh, let's see. Butthole murderer. Um, IMDb release dates. This is good podcasting. Twenty uh, ninth of June in the Czech Republic. Doesn't say anything about the states. Uh, okay. nope. nope. No, nothing about the uh, states. Nope. No, uh, nope. All right. Well, we've. Uh, I think we've uh, done that. Yep. Anyway, what else? You saw another trailer, Casey. I did. That I sent to you. Oh, the one for and Secret Life of Walter And I Mitty? believe Greg will have seen this trailer uh, yes, as well. Yes, I saw it uh, before The Wolverine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What did you think of this? This is the new Ben Stiller film directed by Ben Stiller and starring a uh, remake of the 1947 film, which was based off of a short story in 41. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize this was going to have a trailer so soon. No, no. I, just was, remember, I, didn't, I remember hearing about yeah. him wanting to do this. Well, it's being been like, you can't do that. It's been in a bunch of different hands. Like it was uh, uh, for a long time, it was Jim Carrey's thing. Oh, and then he, I think, abandoned it or something. And then it was to do in that somebody penguin else's... movie, probably. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know that, that script just really pops. Yeah. Well, he lives with penguins. Yeah, oh, people don't do that. <laughs> I'm in. He was like, Mr. Popper's penguins, the script pops <laughs> with penguins. <laughs> uh, Mr. Carey, you're talking to yourself again. <laughs> I made $20 million last picture. Yeah. Uh, it, and then I feel like uh, Will Ferrell had a hand in it at one point or something. I can see that. Um, and and when this which tra- is why I was sort of comparing it to Confederacy of Dunces because like the same sort of hands have been on that you know? yeah. Um, yeah although I love the the newest incarnate or like the newest perspective cast for Confederacy of Dunces which is never going to happen they're never going to film it properly but I love the idea of Zach Galifianakis playing uh, Ignatius oh, Riley I didn't hear about that uh, yeah originally again supposed to be Will Ferrell before that you know like everyone a million different people but also uh like the casting because like most deaf and uh, oh okay like a bunch of really cool people who is not most deaf anymore i guess no he's uh... he's now a snoop lion is that 
Um, yeah, so Secret Life, I like when when the trailer started, I didn't know what it was. I was like, is this a Wes Anderson movie? Like, yeah, what is yeah, this? Yeah, totally. Yeah, but then as it goes on, it, it, it sort of starts playing its hand in terms of the like effects and, and production yeah. value and stuff. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in this. Yeah. The effects look great. There's oh. a lot of... Well, there's, there's a scene in the trailer where someone flying out a window, jumping out. Oh window. yeah, like jumping diagonally into another window. Yeah, yeah. that was fucking cool. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And then the little stinger at the end with the blue and red car was pretty yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think it's a pretty good teaser. I mean, it got my interest. I yeah, I can't wait to see this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, I'll bring up a couple other trailers. There's, a, did you guys see the trailer for a? Uh, I don't know if it's a single shot or just single shot with yeah. Sam Rockwell. Holy shit! I mean, there's part of me that's like, because uh, honestly, a simple plan is one of my favorite oh, movies yeah. oh, uh, of all movie. time. Yeah, oh. it's so underrated in Sam Raimi's catalog too. Uh-huh. Like a lot of people don't bring it up, but yeah, it's fucking it's, good thriller. It's my favorite of his movies. Like the the performances. I hate Billy Bob Thornton as a person, but <laughs> his performance is one of my favorite. Yeah. Like like uh, performances of all time, and Brent Briscoe is fucking amazing. Yeah, and you don't really get to see him all that much anymore, which kind of sucks. But mm-hmm. like when that movie came out, I I read the book and I saw the movie. I, I saw the movie and yeah. then I read the book Me too. for English class or something, and then I did a diorama <laughs> about it with like a downed plane and snow and like tracks and, and money As, and shit. I hate myself. <laughs> My immediate thought when you said that was, I'd like to see that diorama. <laughs> yeah. And now I feel bad about myself. Diorama-rama. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that movie's great, and 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 this movie looks similar, but not similar enough for me to be like, rip no. off. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh, although uh, I didn't see the trailer for like the, that new uh, Brian Cranston yes, movie that I apparently is incredibly similar. Well, it's two two trailers. Dead lady with some money. For Ooh. two movies came out that both are like found money movies yeah. where it's like uh. th- this movie single shot is Sam Rockwell is hunting and something startles him, I guess, and he shoots it and then realizes it's a woman and she has a bag full of money. And so he takes the money and then obviously simple plan esque spirals mm-hmm. out of control. Yeah. And this other movie with Brian Cranston is she it's a woman is the main character and she is staying in a hotel and she stumbles upon a room with some dead bodies and some money and she takes it and Brian Cranston plays a blind I don't know if he's a hitman or what his character is, but he's kind of like the the the, the bad guy and he's coming to get it. Yeah. And he's like really ruthless. Right. But he's blind as well. And it actually looks pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see that one. I mean, Sam Rockwell looks pretty fucking good in single shot, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty much really good in everything. In everything. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything I didn't like him. In. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't especially love uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Really? But I've never oh, man, seen I it. I loved that movie. It's. I feel like it's weirdly paced, but he's fucking amazing in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never I seen think that. that's a great flick. And I feel like, like, because it was a Clooney directed thing, mm-hmm. and and I feel like he was he was just trying to be a little too clever with it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a hell of a movie. Really fun watch. Yeah, I need to see it. I've it's, it's one on of those uh, Netflix now. It's one of those yeah. ones I've always just not watched. Yeah, I just haven't yeah, got around to it. it. It's, a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So some good trailers out there. Um, anything else? What else is on the top of the list? Uh, 
Aren't um, there? Uh, oh, you wanted wasn't to talk some, about yeah Comic Con yeah, news. Yeah, uh, just we were talking about Comic Con and the big news that broke there last uh, last week. Yeah, last episode. And uh, I just want to talk about the Avengers thing for a second, uh, with it being Age of Ultron. And I was talking about how Ant Man is the guy who invented Ultron mm-hmm. in the comics. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's going to make Ant Man not be like a this little sideshow thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's really smart. And then I found out. No, uh, Ant-Man's coming out after Avengers 2, and they're not making Ant-Man the inventor of Ultron. It's just going to be some weird standalone movie. I'm like, you have all the pieces right there. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you just... Why not make it all... Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Marvel hasn't done it wrong yet, so maybe they have some better vision, but I just feel like it's a missed oh, opportunity. I, 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 they're going to sh- make it a Tony Stark invents... Ultron. Oh. Mm, honestly, that that mm. does. Mm, <laughs> I'm channeling a ghost who knows about this. Uh, yeah, that almost sounds like a like. Cause, hey, everybody loves Tony Stark. Tony Stark's the big leader of the Avengers, so mm, let's yeah. just make him do it. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't really expand the universe in a really cool way. No, and I feel like they had you know. And also, it's Edgar Wright doing it. Right, right. And it could have been such a great setup to take this small character that people don't uh, necessarily think of too often and make him a small character. Oh, get it? He's Ant Man. Swish. Oh, I didn't get that. (laughs) Who? What? Who? Um, You know, it just, I don't know. It just seems all too easy. (laughs) Yeah. Just do it this way and you'd have a great. I guess they have a plan. They seem to have had a plan mm-hmm. for everything. Now, so. the, I saw a post go up on on a website that said, like, here's um, Joss talking about why he picked him as the bad guy for the yeah. next Avengers film. Did you see that? No. Okay, well, then I just brought it up for no reason because well. I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, from what I can gather, he had a specific reason for bringing this character in, and maybe that's going to play into the whole, like, why are you changing it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, again, it's the Avengers, and I'm not, I'm not quite as passionate about that world of comics as I am yeah. others. It's so always, if they change it's something. Always, yeah, I don't care what they fuck around with because, you know, they're all a little bit silly. Yeah. You know, Captain America and all. It's, <laughs> it is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they explain that to to the most realistic degree, I think. But at the end of the day, it is still retarded. Totally retarded. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fun. I just, but uh, just so people know that that's what's going on. Uh, uh, Ant Man is not directly connected to the invention of Ultron and Avengers Two. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. Superman Two is still going to be called Batman versus Superman. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. That's Wait, the what? title. Yeah. Or sorry, Superman versus Batman. Really? That's the title. That's what they're that calling the, it. Yeah. That's retarded. I know. I don't know about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to fuck that up so bad. They are going to bury DC Comics for films for a decade. You think? Oh, man. I feel like there's a, just a huge, huge stinker of a movie on the way. Yeah. That they're going to try and do too much with. They're going to do it too fast. Some poor schmuck is never going to work again because he's going to be the shitty Batman. <laughs> you know? And they're just, I don't know. See, that I, that's a better title. Shitty Batman. <laughs> shitty Batman. Batman. <laughs> At least we know what we're getting into. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to see this fucking mess, but I just, I can't see any way it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just going to be so stupid. Totally. <laughs> um. Uh, I have one other thing I guess I will, I will mention. There's been some trailers for this upcoming movie called Snowpiercer. Oh, that yeah. That have been kind of getting posted around. They're not official North American trailers, but they are up there on on the YouTube. There was one up on uh, IMDb. And I put one, yeah, I think I put one or two of them up on 
on See You Next Wednesday at Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. And this is a new movie from the director of The Host and Mother. Oh. And it's about like uh, a train that works on a perpetual motion machine in the future and it's going around the globe constantly and and eventually this class system breaks out where like the rich people are up front and the poor people are back and and there's a big uprising that comes about from the poor people and if you watch the trailers does that sound like elysium on a train a little and it also (laughs) it also looks a little bit stylistically like the hunger games like there's the people that are kind of like up on the stage like dictating to all the lower class people right but if you watch the trailer it kind of looks fucking awesome yeah um i like the host a lot yeah and it's got chris evans in it jamie bell some other people john hurt uh and yeah like go check out these clips like there isn't really a full uh, complete trailer there's just a couple little teasers and some other things on youtube and they all have subtitles in other languages but they are in english and yeah it's it's becoming a movie that i'm oddly anticipating like mm-hmm. bell billy elliott is that yeah, yeah. and uh yeah i've yeah. liked i've I never saw billy elliott oh but, really yeah it's a heartwarming film i've heard that <laughs> oh, i've my. heard i've heard i really need to see it it's but. fucking Awesome. Yeah. What a great but movie. But it's, it's one of those movies where I feel like there's nothing there for me until I actually see it and go, oh, okay, I see what yeah, yeah. I, I, no, it's not. Yeah. A, it's not a, just a movie about a dancing kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a movie about a dancing fool. It's just... <laughs> Look at him go. Look at him. <laughs> he just dances for an hour and 45 minutes. Look at him go. He's getting tired. <laughs> not as young as I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try, God damn it. Uh, yeah, so check that out. Yeah. 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 Interesting trailers. Uh, I guess we can get into what? You want to go to film right now? We got a lot to talk about, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 We're going to get into this. So let's get into film roulette. Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked the Wolverine major release of the week and the low roller has to go see something shitty. Casey got to stay home and watch a movie in the comfort of his own home. Yep, I got to stay home and watch <laughs> Abduction. I can't imagine mm. that it was a bad experience. Nope. <laughs> nope. So he got to do that. Taylor Lautner, action film, and he's going to give us an, uh, an album to listen to for the rest of the week for having to sit through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about what we had to sit through. Well, what Greg and I had to listen to the, this past week. Yeah, I'm just gonna stop talking for the rest of the hour. <laughs> I'm just not gonna ever talk again. Um, okay, uh-huh. Greg right, and well, I. Yeah, we started we, with the Wolverine. We went and saw the Wolverine from James Mangold. This mm-hmm. movie was another one. Speaking of films that passed through a bunch of hands, it was yeah. originally going to be Darren. Uh, sorry, who was yeah, it going to be? Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Yeah. I forgot about that. But he didn't want to go to Japan. Yeah, and originally Christopher McQuarrie from writer of the yeah, usual, writer suspects, of usual suspects did the original draft on this. Eventually, uh-huh. by the time it made it to the screen, he doesn't get a writing credit. Is that right? No, eh? uh, but I do believe like it was all based upon the stuff that he did. Right. So. Yeah. And th- and from what I read, which I didn't know going into the movie, is that the plot of this movie does come from uh, Chris Claremont, Frank Miller, yes, uh, miniseries from the early eighties, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. And the whole time I was in the movie, I I was thinking like, oh, I wonder if this is like what the comics were or whatever. So interesting. Well, but- they, they <laughs> yeah, he goes to Japan in that. <laughs> There's a bear at the beginning. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> some of the people have the same names. Okay, <laughs> so. Hugh Jackman's back. Is that the plot? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get right into it then. So, 
I went into this movie, I'd not not to say that I had low expectations or high expectations, but uh, I went into it being like, I, well, I don't care really about the Wolverine. I'm interested to see this, but I'm not like chomping at the bit to fucking right. go see this and movie. This, this is not like so much a sequel to X-Men Origins. Wolverine. Sort of a one-off kind of. This is, it, t- it takes place after the events of X-Men 3. Yeah. Which uh, was a piece of shit. And at, at, if you don't remember, at the end of it, uh, Wolverine has to kill Jean Grey, mm-hmm. who he loves, because she's evil. Yeah. And he feels real bad about it. Anyway, and so, so he's being haunted by... He's Because she was telekinetic. I guess there's a piece of her in his head or yeah. whatever. And it's... Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's her foot. <laughs> her pinky toe. Um, yeah. So I was kind of just like, this... Okay. This will be fun. Yeah. And... I can't say that, again, I've probably said this a million times, I can't say that I hated this movie. I, I, I admired what the Wolverine was trying to do, trying to bring that comic book uh, thriller blockbuster kind of down to a more of a human level, mm-hmm. kind of a noir take. And, and that's like what I've been wanting all summer. Yeah. But I also felt like a little bit disappointed with this movie in the fact that it was a lot like Star Trek Two, where I was done with the movie and I walked out of the theater and I couldn't tell you much of anything about yeah. specifics of um, what, what happened, but I can tell you there was one or two things that I admired about it. Sure. Uh, it's it's a lot better than uh, X-Men 3 or, mm-hmm. oh, or Origins. And for a while there, I was watching it, and I'm like, I think I really like mm-hmm. this movie. Um, it's got really good action off the top. Uh, the first half an hour is really tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hugh Jackman's great in it. And uh, I was kind of like, oh, but this is the tone I've been waiting De- exactly. six movies for. Wolverine, where he just doesn't, doesn't give a fuck, and he's killing people with his yeah. claws. And, you know, uh, and it's definitely a really violent PG thirteen movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Like one of the more PG thirteen because yeah. I was like, there was some f bombs and shit. Yeah, yeah. they got their um, one f bomb in there. <laughs> and I liked that it was a small. I mean, small. You know, yeah. he's fighting the yakuza, and you know, on a bullet. But in comparison train, but... to something like Man of Steel or whatever, this, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. I like it was this. That's that's what worked very well about the the comics with Wolverine when they take him out of the big superhero bonanza and give him these. Uh, smaller stories yeah they're, they're, it's with the uh, you know the more building blocks of the character and, and you know it really works well he's the kind of character who works in this sort of environment yeah. and i was so on board with it until we started getting into i guess about halfway through the second act and particularly the third act when it turns into this totally different fucking movie yeah and that even was terrible yeah Just like i was watching I'm like what are you doing <laughs> why are we here i know is this oh and I, and that was my thing because I was I was very like I said I admired what this movie was doing it was taking it pairing the blockbuster back to something that I could maybe care a little bit more about be more interested in but then it almost like there was moments especially in the middle of the movie where I almost felt like it wasn't really a Wolverine movie I was mm-hmm. like this is a movie that you could take Wolverine out and it would be like a fami- like a family political thriller yeah. in Japan about like somebody is getting kidnapped because they have all this money and I was just kind of like that I don't really care about that that much yeah it's interesting to see like wolverine in there but there was moments where i was like this is almost not a wolverine movie right now for me anyway mm-hmm. like i'm not that i expect him to be fucking kicking and punching all the time but it felt kind of like he was dealing with the with the memories of the of gene gray and then they were dealing with like their family shit and i didn't yeah. see a ton of crossover in the middle of it and then yeah by the end of it it was like well he's fighting Just, a robot yeah, why the fuck, the fuck man? And like I mean, it's saying that uh viper character yeah the lady i <laughs> 
Now, That's I, where I was like, I was watching. I'm like, this movie's pretty good. Yeah. What fucking? <laughs> do I really like this? Is this the best superhero movie of the of year? The year, yeah. And then she, there, then there's a scene with her with her stupid tongue and you know, green smoke out of her mouth, and I was like, oh fucking. I read this somewhere is, this isn't gonna go well. <laughs> Someone online, I think maybe it was uh, somebody from Cinematalica. I'm not sure about that though. But somebody online said it was as if you took. It might have been the AV Club. It's if you took Uma Thurman from Batman and Robin yeah, as totally. Poison Ivy and just oh, like threw weird. her in the middle of this like really serious movie. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they keep doing this with this character. It's like the same problem. Like oh, There's a lot of problems with X-Men Origins. Yeah. But it was just like you've got this really somber, serious, central character and you keep surrounding him with wacky shit. Yeah. And people with goofy <laughs> tongues. What's with all the goofy tongue people? <laughs> It's in all the X-Men movies. Was there a turkey? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand why that... It's not necessary. Like... That's why those Batman movies are so fucking retarded. Well, Joe Schumacher, and they got so cartoony, but like yeah. Nolan's oh, worked yeah. because Batman's a serious character and making a serious movie, so make all the things around him yeah. have the same tone. Yeah. And they're not doing that with these Wolverine movies or any of the X-Men movies where there's, just, there's no specific feel or tone to them. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. They change from scene to scene. You can't get into it. And then Wolverine looks alien and silly in it when uh, when it comes face to face. And some of the writing in the third act is just terrible. They're, they're running for like cool line delivery mm-hmm. by the hero guy and it just yeah. fucking sucks yeah like even Hugh Jackman can't pull you know he looks like a goof when he's saying it. it's just <laughs> awful yeah and, and and it not not to be super big spoiler but it does like i already mentioned it like they do end up fighting like a big like robot yeah, thing yeah you see that just in the like, trailers the it's just kind of yeah and it's just like I don't know. That was what I was. That was the stuff that I was glad they weren't doing, even though I wasn't completely sold on the movie as a whole. Like, I think it's getting like sixty percent on Metacritic, and for a yeah, while I was kind of like, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. it's not amazing, but no, like, but it's, it's pretty good. But leaning in the right to, uh, direction. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I like at half for the yeah half the movie. I was sitting there going, "Fucking right on! I'm having a great time. This is so good." And like, I'm I'm getting a bit of what I, you know, yeah, what I love about this character. And then by the end, I was just waiting for it to be over. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Did you see the extra scene? I didn't. No, I left. It's just setting Some, up uh, uh, yeah. Days of Future Past. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, just, I read about it on the internet. Yeah, it's Wolverine in an airport, and uh, Magneto's there. Okay. Uh, Ian McKellen, Magneto, and then uh, Captain Picard rolls up in a wheelchair. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, we're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm not excited. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> <laughs> did you go see it in 3D? Because I didn't. no, I didn't yeah. bother. I, I went was like to the post conversion. I went to. Uh, I don't think it would have been anything no. in 3D. Well, post conversion, like get oh, out of here. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I saw it at uh, the uh, the Carlton Center mm. down on at Carlton yeah. College and Young. Carlton and Young. That fucking movie theater is the worst. It's a fucking <laughs> dump. What is? It's a dump. It's a piece of shit. It looks terrible. <laughs> it smells bad. But I don't know what the fuck is. Every time I go there, there's a bunch of crazy people in the fucking theater this place was packed i saw it at one in the afternoon on a weekday okay and it's packed again and there's fucking all there's all these drunk guys <laughs> but they're like old like sad drunk yeah. you know i could smell the booze on them oh, from across the room gross. And they're like eh, let's not sit this close and yeah. I, like why do you care and there was some like guy who looked like he was in like cool in the gang like in <laughs> The early '80s or something, That's awesome. like yeah, fully dressed up and with like a ton of luggage. Oh, 
<laughs> I couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on with him. And these people just kept on coming in halfway through the movie. And like I got, I was sitting by myself. And then, then there was this weird old guy with the biggest bucket of popcorn I've ever seen sitting next to me. Like, can I sit here? I'm like, yeah. not fine. Sure. Yeah. And then some other guy came in halfway through the movie and like leaned on my knees getting around and then sat Ugh. right next to me. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I saw that stupid kid's sex comedy at that theater too. And that's when I was trapped in between oh, yeah. the, the greasy 40-year-old yeah. alone watching teenagers and then the actual teenagers who were farting on me the whole yeah. time. This is this, this <laughs> fucking about theater. The farting teenagers. Well, I'm, again, I'm assuming it was the teenager who was right next to me farting, but it could have been the other guy. Yeah. Whoever it wasn't was thinking it was me. Yeah. <laughs> this classic. Just, I fucking hate that fucking theater. It's yeah. cheap. It's fucking cheap. Yeah, but at what uh, cost? Yeah, yeah, right? It's just, ugh. It's, uh, I, I saw R.I.P.D. there, and... Uh-huh. and <laughs> yeah, it's just it just feels like fucking like it looks like a big shitty TV screen. Yeah, the the thing and and yeah, the, <laughs> it is weird people. There's one weird guy that was sitting in the thing watching. He really enjoyed R.I.P.D. because he watched the whole thing like this. <laughs> oh, there are these girls that was the behind me, and every movie. action scene or bit of violence in the movie. The one girl went. Weird. It was terrible. It's just a place where people go to make noises. <laughs> I gave her um, a good glaring at it. Tell yeah. you what. Yeah. <laughs> what did, okay, so what did you think of the bullet train sequence? I loved it. Okay. I thought that fight was great, and I liked it. I liked that it, uh, I liked that there wasn't music in the scene. Yeah. I liked all the sound design, and, if, and I just I liked the pace of the fight. It was fight. fairly fun, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. That was yeah. the point where I'm like, I'm fucking on board with mm-hmm. this. Like, this is like, this, here's another huge action sequence to follow a, an already pretty good one. Like, they were just yeah, coming yeah. with the scenes. And, I, you know, I feel like with all of these X Men movies, um, in particular the X Men movies, not superhero movies in general, but the X Men movies, each one is like, like the good ones, one and two or whatever, you're like, oh, yeah. you know, this is pretty good. But most of it was like it's like a promise of what will come, come and then it's, you're not really seeing a great movie you're yeah. seeing almost a great movie but you know the next one's probably going to be great yeah and, if, and now we're like coming up to uh, if you include x-men first class with the cameo the, the x-men days of future past is going to be huge action seventh time playing wolverine yeah and that's fucking bananas that they haven't know? made it and it's still like one. i'm now in this the sixth movie is when i finally see him fucking actually have yeah. a fight scene because the taking of the house of the the mansion and X2 is like it's a, like a five minute scene it's not really yeah. enough again it's like ah, I'm waiting for it now, so I've had to wait until 2013 that movie came out in like 2002 or something yeah. and it's it was here and it was pretty good but then the movie is tanks on you yeah I don't know the whole thing is very frustrating I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to feel the same way I'm going to be frustrated and irritated with Days of Future Past which is a bummer because it's a great story yeah really hopefully great not but I, I completely agree like I really liked X-Men 2 I haven't seen it in a long time um, but I remember at the time really liking it. But you're right. Like a, a lot of those movies are just like, wow, like they're almost there. And then even yeah. with this one, it's like another step closer. They've pared it down a little. It's a yeah, little I bit mean, How more. long is this going to take? Yeah. And like, because every time they keep, I and mean, people keep going, keep going and it makes, makes money. So yeah. we're not going to, you know, close the book on this mm-hmm. and get a reboot in a few years. Like we're going to have to wait a long yeah. ass time. I want to know that's like a fucking bummer, man. what this movie would have looked like had it gone through with the earlier script mm-hmm. and, and the earlier director. Oh, God. Yeah. Aronofsky, Aronofsky and Macquarie's original script. Yeah. I'm uh, very curious as to what yeah. that would have been. I, I, as soon as he left the project, I'm like, this movie's done. Yeah. Uh, when Aaron, uh, Aronofsky stepped out of it, I was like, well, mm-hmm. 
Unless they find somebody, you know, if they like Romero del Toro I was, was just going to say <laughs> was on board at one point. Nobody wanted to go away to yeah, Tokyo man. for that long. Fucking what a bummer. Yeah, um, I'm like I love comic books and the X Men world in particular. So this is just really frustrating. For yeah, me. Really I mean something <laughs> to definitely see on video, like on Netflix. Yeah, like, there's scenes a, that are fucking yeah, great. It's a good weekend watch, but. I was like, even just going in, kind of being like, I don't know what to expect from this. I was kind of like, eh, pretty good, but I don't know. Like, I'm not going to, like, it, it's been out of my mind since I saw it. Yeah. I've just kind of been like, all right, moving on. Yeah. So, it's yeah. probably Hugh Jackman's uh, best performance. Absolutely. As Wolverine. As Wolverine. It's got the most uh, dynamics to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like you said, there's moments where you're like, this is working for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, we went and saw Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Casey stayed at home, propped some pillows up, put some candles, put some can, pop some popcorn, yeah. snuggled up with his comforter. I thought you were gonna say Taylor Lautner. <laughs> snuggled up with him. So, I made, well, I I made I, a Taylor I, Lautner I, out of old laundry. Yeah. I molded it into a Taylor Lautner like figure <laughs> and, and checked let's out. Just say I didn't see you watch the movie. The, <laughs> uh, checked out a movie from 2011 on Netflix called mm-hmm. Abduction, directed by John Singleton, starring Taylor Lautner. It's quite a few people in this. Maria Bello, Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. Dermot Mulroney, Ooh. and uh, some other people. <laughs> spoiler alert! And yeah. some other God. people. Yeah, there's quite a few. Now, people. I didn't. I for some reason could not remember until after we fucking did our role that I have seen this movie too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh I'm glad I didn't lose and would have had to watch it again to refresh myself. <laughs> it's so good I forgot I watched it. It's a movie called Abduction, abduction. in which there is no abduction <laughs> whatsoever. There's nothing even close to abduction that happens in this movie. Um Okay, so it starts out, and Taylor Lautner is a dead-eyed teenager. Um, 18 years old, dead in the eyes. Just dead in the eyes, and just like, he just looks like a mannequin. Um, And he's hanging out with his his black friend. And I mentioned that he's a black friend because it's like... they they don't like come out or come right out and go like this is my black best friend but like he's like this enthusiastic awesome crazy guy who does like illegal shit on the side like he makes um he makes uh fake IDs for people and I'm like like it, it feels like it's supposed to be a positive black like stereotype but uh-huh. it turns into a horrible one Good. um so. Yeah, so they're just like these, like, we're teens, we're having fun, we're going to a party and we're gonna drink. Wink. Yeah. No. Um, (laughs) Wink. And uh, so, oh, it's so stupid. (laughs) Uh, So he he goes home and his parents are all mad at him and his dad kicks the shit out of him. Um, But in a positive way. Uh, Like, he he and his dad spar all the time. Um, Yeah. So uh, uh, so then he has to do this sociology project with uh, Lily Collins, who is Phil Collins' daughter, and is very pretty, if not for the fucking giant eyebrows, giant distracting eyebrows all over her face. Hmm. Um, all over. Just all over her face. <laughs> like, these things take up three quarters of her face. 
so they're doing this uh, sociology project, which I'm not even. It's about like missing children or something. Yeah, so they're like Googling or something, right? Like, well, missing they're children they're, they're going on like missing children. Well, basically, what they're doing is they're going on missing children webs websites. And ripping on the kids. Yeah. Like, they're going, oh, look at this fucking kid. Looks like Justin Bieber mixed with Ryan Seacrest or something. And I'm like, these kids are missing. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking sociopaths. And then he he happens to come across himself as a child. Um, And the whole movie is predicated on the fact that he finds this website Mm -hmm. and finds out that he, that his parents aren't his parents. Yeah. Um, he like like finds a photo and he's like that looks like she's like that looks like you or something and then he like finds a hat or sorry, a shirt he, or something yeah he finds like, a shirt it's like that with, must be me then yeah he finds a shirt with a stain on it and <laughs> and it's the same stain, stain matches the, the so, website oh my god it's me so then he goes so he finds out his parents aren't his parents and he goes to find well, there's no antagonist <laughs> in this movie for like the first hour I think. Um, and well, then it becomes there, like cops after him or something. Well, yeah, like <laughs> Alfred Molina is, I guess, CIA. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, we've we've got to help you come with us because uh, it's so convoluted a plot. There's no action in this thing. Yeah. Or rather, the action is so poorly directed that there that it, it feels like nothing happens. Yeah. Even when stuff is happening. Um, and it's so like stunted, like the whole movie is just like, like he has no charisma and, and the plot just kind of, I just remembered there being a lot of running and he's not even convincing in his action scenes. He's just kind of like, what am, am I, I don't know why they give this? him so many, so many scenes in which he has to cry yeah. because all he does is look like he's taking a shit <laughs> and go like, <laughs> yeah, uh, so. But it feels like there was punch up done on this on the script, but not but very lazily mm-hmm. because like there's there's one scene where Sigourney Weaver is his therapist, yeah. But it turns out that she's working for the CIA or working for his real father. He has to go find his real father because his father has a list of yeah. people the CIA doesn't like or something. Um, so she's in the hospital and she's trying to help him get away and she's got this big giant thing of balloons yes, that, that she's funny. hiding behind. <laughs> and it's yeah. not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be like a clever thing, but it's really hilarious yeah. because you just see this big bunch of balloons. And then she like peeks by. out from behind her. Yeah, she, yeah. dressed she, like Daffy Duck at the time too. <laughs> no yeah, one will find like, me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but so yeah, so they're hiding behind these balloons and then Apropos of absolutely nothing, they get outside and she lets the balloons go and she goes, I hate balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> it just had nothing to do with anything. That was an old Weaver ad lib. <laughs> oh, man. like Classic like, weave. It's it, <laughs> so weaves. That's so weaves. Um, yeah, it just it felt like there was some like really bad punch up done on this yeah. thing. Because those little things are peppered through. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And Alfred Molina is. All right. I mean, he they don't give him that much to do. He just has to deliver some stupid lines, which he does. And then a bunch of it all culminates. And then all of a sudden there's some Russians after him mm-hmm. because the Russians want – he's got a cell phone with the list of tw- the 25 most stupid people that the CIA <laughs> don't like. Um, well, what was – now, like what – I can't remember. Like, why was he not with his real parents? Like, was he was parents like were like like agents or something? His father is a super spy. Yeah, so he had Uh, to be like sent away to be able to be safe. Yeah, yeah. So he and and so he goes to live with Maria Bello Mm -hmm. and whoever the fuck the dad was. I didn't give a fuck. And they're like expert fighters too. Yeah. Now, how young did they have to send him away? Like. Well, he, in the picture, he was like three or something. Like okay, that. so young enough to not remember. That was what I couldn't well, remember Well, he, he, rem- he has flashes of seeing his okay, actual yeah, yeah. mother Nightmares killed. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, what? I, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> but it, it's basically like that happens and then a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Uh, like, it, it's just, it's so long it's and boring so, and the action is just so poorly shot. That's what I was about like, to John say. John Singleton, like, I remember really liking Boys in the Hood. Like, I remember thinking that was a really well-made film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I feel much. like he's made more bad now than, than good, good by this yeah. point. Um, but that's what I was going to say. Like, I remember this movie seeming to be, like, nothing made to, be, like, trying to look really exciting. No. Like, there's nothing yeah, that like, happens, it's like but it's all, like, downplay. Shoo, 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 shoo. Like, it's supposed to have a born quality yeah. to it. Like, a Jason born quality to it. Um, and then the whole thing culminates at a uh, Pittsburgh Pirates game. Because <laughs> that's not stupid, and uh, and there's this Russian guy who's like, "I'm going to kill you because I'm Russian," mm-hmm. and uh, and then the dad shows up, his actual dad, who's played by Dermot Mulroney, Rooney, uh, but you never see his entire face. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they were, tr- I feel like they were definitely trying to set this up as a franchise, um, and he was supposed to be this sort of like Charlie's Angels kind of <laughs> like guy who you never really quite see him. But anyway, he kills a bad guy. The end. Yeah, it's a pretty forgettable movie. It's incredibly forgettable. Hence, I forgot it completely. Yeah, like, and the only reason I listened to it was because I'd listened to the. The only reason I watched it was because I I listened to the How Did This Get Made episode, right? And was like, well, that sounds hilarious. Balloons. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking at John Singleton's uh, resume here. And what do you got? Too Fast, Too Furious. He's a terrible director. Baby Boy. Uh, what else? Hood is a great movie. Yeah, but then like the 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 next the, the only other two that you could argue are good movies. I'm not a fan of either of them though. Is Poetic Justice with yeah. Janet Jackson and Higher, Higher Learning. Learning? Yeah, Higher Learning is pretty heavy handed and has some good performances in it, but it's not a good movie. Really heavy. I've never seen yeah. it. And then there's like the Shaft movie with oh, Sam that thing Jackson, is... Baby Boy, Too Fast, Too Furious. Four brothers. brothers. You see that piece of shit? No, oh, I never saw that. I thought that was supposed shit. to be good, though. What, what, all movies are supposed to be good. <laughs> They're made by John Singleton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he hasn't done anything since abduction in 2011. Mm-hmm. This movie made some money from the looks of it. $35 million, uh, to make and $82 million box office. 
Mm. So I'm surprised that they aren't trying to make this into a uh, franchise. Well, I feel like it was just universally panned. Oh, absolutely. Everyone hated this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got a 4.8 on IMDb. Well, it's one of those. It's such a transparent attempt to like, he's famous right now. We got to put him in a movie and yeah, it'll yeah. kind of be like the Bourne movies. Or, yeah. yeah. Like it's like as Casey was saying, like that's exactly what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It. Get get some guy to write it. He'll be like fucking guy from Stella Star, the the indie band. That's who wrote this movie. Some a musician. Oh yeah, I saw I saw that he was like uh, an an actor. I don't know he's a musician as well. Uh, Yeah, it's it's really weird, and there's like weird stuff stuck in. Like it it really feels like the Hollywood machine making a movie. You know, like like it like but but with aliens instead of the Hollywood machine. They're like, is this what humans like? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because like at the at the beginning when they're at their party, it, it really is like there's like these little ADR lines of like, hey, sweet party. And like, like they might as well just be saying like, LOL, yeah. and like relatable kid thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and yeah, then, and and then like when they're making point. fun of those, the things on the website, like, yeah, he looks like Justin Bieber crossed with Seacrest, right? Yeah, like it's references. Like, High five, bro. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's like, hey, bro, Justin Bieber, kid stuff. Yeah. Um, and and there's one point where uh, where they let's where, drink some light beers, bro. Like he eludes uh, Alfred Molina, and Alfred Molina's like like this is definitely a PG movie. There's not a drop of blood yeah, in this PG movie. Yeah, PG thirteen, I think. Um, and uh, and Alfred Molina goes, man. He really is Martin's fucking kid. But, like, it was so unnecessary, and it was like, we need to get a, a fuck in there, yeah. like, for authenticity or mm-hmm. something, but it was just really wasted. Well, you're allowed to have one in PG-13, non-sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was mandatory. Yeah. You made a PG-13, <laughs> somebody one. has to say, say fuck, fuck at some point. <laughs> it would be better if it was just like not in you know has nothing to do with anything yeah and I wish it had out. to be a sexual fuck, fuck. <laughs> I wish instead of- anyway want some cake <laughs> I wish mom it's my birthday really why did you write Martin's fuck on my cake kid. <laughs> anyway it was a retarded movie yeah, yeah. it's bad real bad um, which is great because Greg and I had to listen to an album since yeah. you lost last week uh, Greg and I listened to another, another insane clown posse. Yeah, this is fucking two weeks of my life I've spent with this. Listening band. to insane clown posse. Just really, uh, I really was worried weird. that I was going to be listening to the wrong album because this album was released three different times with a bunch of different bonus discs, and some of them have like forty tracks on. Yeah, totally. Great. And the na- I'm trying to remember what was the name of this fun pop Mighty album? Death Pop. Mighty Death Pop was the name of the album. Mm-hmm. Came out last year. Yep. Uh, 2012. Um, what else is about this album? It's got some fucking, it's got some stars on it. Tech Nines on there. Yeah. On one of the tracks. Um, and this is 15 years after the album we listened to last the gr- week. Yeah, The Great Malenko. The Great Malenko. Um, <laughs> the Great uh, Malenko. Malenko. The Malenko. <laughs> uh, this album also starts with an intro. Yes. Um, a guy eating a bag of chips yep. saying that he could jump across. Is he doing like a Bam Margera impression? Is that what's going maybe. on I think maybe. it's. But he's basically like, oh, I could fucking jump off this roof to that roof. And some girl's like, no, it's too far. And he's like, nah, it's not even that far. Hold Watch my me bag. fly, bitch. Watch me fly. Hold my bag of chips, bitch. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have chips? I don't know. <laughs> And then he jumps and falls and dies. Yeah. And then they're like, the mighty death pop. pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I, now, 
the, so the album starts with this the Mighty Death Pop song, and the whole song is about like life's short, man. You yeah. fucking die. Shit is precious. Take care of yourself. Yeah. And, oh man. And then there's, mm-hmm. there's a song where it's like, oh, this guy was snoring, so I slit his fucking throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now, life is precious unless the insane clown posse murders you in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> now, this album is markedly more attempting uh, to be a pop record. Yeah. And, and in a lot, like the first track, Mighty Death Pop, is very kind of slick. The production is uh, is a bit far removed from the like rap metal ish tones of yeah. of Great Malenko, though it's still there a little. Yeah. Um, but there's more. This is a better album. I definitely agree, and I definitely <laughs> think that like it was an easier album. Yeah, as a punishment. This album. one wasn't murdering my mind to listen to. <laughs> it was because there is variety, and on. they're trying to be it's poppy. Way there's, too yeah. There, there's, there's choruses. And, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I can tell one song from the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but, but really we, really bad though. <laughs> yeah, and the and the thing that I I found listening to these two albums was I not. I didn't miss it, but there was less interesting thing. Like, like it, it's a lot less hardcore of an album because yeah. I guess they don't have to prove that anymore now that they're right. in the year 2012, removed a little bit from their horrorcore style. And and I felt like that was almost a weird thing to me because I was kind of like the stuff that made me laugh on the first on the first the last album that we listened to mm-hmm. wasn't there. Like, like as much as I hated the Great Malenko, like I said on the episode last week, there was stuff that happened that I was like, that's that made me laugh, and I feel like it was a fairly legitimate laugh. Right. And I didn't find that on this. It was just like easier no. to tune out this time. Yeah, mo- overall. Uh, the, I noticed on it. Uh, I didn't listen to one second of this mm-hmm. thing. I noticed there was a song called Chris Benoit. Yeah, I was going to talk about that, mm-hmm. which is a uh, really weird. Like, is it? Like I, I was like, well, I guess that song can probably go one of two ways. It can either be paradising his horrible death, or uh, well, murder suicide, yeah, um, or uh, like a genuine, <laughs> like a genuine it's, example of what it mental is, illness. Yeah, it's it's more going at that where it's I guess the lyrics are like from his perspective and being like, I don't know what's going on. What the fuck am I doing? And um, my brain is crazy. I don't know when I don't have control of the wheel yeah. anymore. And then like, it goes on like this for quite a long time. And I didn't realize that that was the track. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? Yeah. And at the end he's like, and guess what? I'm Chris Benoit mm-hmm. at the end of it. And it's like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah, that sounds distasteful. Why are you doing like, this? Wikipedia claims this was, that this isn't recent news. I know <laughs> that was what was so weird about it. Mm. Wikipedia says the focus of the song is not the murders themselves, but of suddenly losing one's sanity and eclipsing in violence. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, right? Um, but it did feel weird, really weird, and um, weird too. Just like kind of surrounding the, the album, like stuff like. What was the is is that is that the song where it's like a what, about a, a no the next song the blasta uh-huh. which is basically like <laughs> about like a kid who takes a gun to school because yeah. he's being bullied and then grows up to have a son of his own who's yeah. also getting bullied and then he also has a boss that's bullying him yeah so but he murders everyone but he murders everyone yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's it's weird to follow up like that track which is like losing your sanity and then like violence and then follow it up with just like sort of trying to take like a like a realistic look at bullying and and show like consequences maybe like i don't really like, i don't think it's, it's pretty thing. muddled it's, it's in more terms of like of, a, this guy did some of this shit so yeah I fucking killed him yeah uh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I wish you, I wish everyone could have seen Greg's face when he did that. <laughs> yeah, although I will say that the song uh, um, Bazooka Joey, <laughs> I don't know. That song it didn't make me laugh, but I, but it reminded me of it like... It does have a chorus that says, I'm dancing with a fucking bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, and then it's like, he's got a fucking bazooka. Like, <laughs> there was stuff in that that reminded me of the things that made me laugh on the first album. Yeah. Uh, d- is this the album that has that song where they they are confused by science? No, magnets or whatever. <laughs> yeah, this no, is not on this one. So, oh, okay, no. no, it does it d- have a a song. What? Uh, well, on the uh, Malenko album, there was the "What Is a Juggalo" yeah. song, which described everything, and I was like, "This is really stupid." Yeah, this one has, I think, their lowest point, where there's a song called "Juggalo Juice." Yeah. And lowest point. Well, I just it's just it's like a it's like a fucking commercial for Fago. I like know. They love Fago pop. And mm-hmm. if you don't know, Fago pop is cheap, really sugary soda yeah. pop. Right. In a in in a multitude of flavors, which yes, you will which get. is this is this these are the first lyrics of the song are cola, black cherry, root beer, red pop, cream soda, grape, rock and rye. Uh, Dr. Fago, Candy Apple, 6040, Pineapple Orange, Chocolate Cream Pie, Ginger Ale, Cotton Candy. Yep, my Fago. <laughs> yep. <That's>, what? <laughs> it's like, well, the, ask your mom to pick some of the love at the grocery store, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I wish that. That would have been really funny. Commercial for well, Fago. The, the, the opening is like a voiceover guy getting ready to do something, and, he's, and he like reads them out in his like deep voice, yeah. kind of like over a beat. Right. And then the rap starts later. Yeah, and they, they kind of come back to it once. And they in come a back while. to it at the end, where he's like, "Orange chug, yeah, city soda, yep, yep, yeah, <laughs> moon mist, whoop, yep." Whoop. You woo. go, hey, <laughs> woo woo. Oh, While you were dumb. going through that, though, there were a couple of those. Yeah, I want like to try. That. <laughs> yeah. There's um, a chocolate cream. They pie must one. have some kind of deal. Or something with absolutely. Oh, There's got well, like, yeah, because somebody was saying last night. Somebody was telling me that. Uh, that Fago was going under, like like yeah. nobody was buying their shit until Insane Clown Posse started putting they, it they in their pants. They fucking tour with like crates and crates and crates in it. They were like denied into some countries because they had so much pop, and they were like, "What are you doing with all this pop? <laughs> like you it's smuggling something illegal. in?" We just think pop. it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Wipe that shit off your face too, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Yeah, this like this album was a lot easier to just be like whatever, push yeah. this aside. The beats are it's it's better produced. Yeah. the beats are much better. Mm-hmm. But this is you know, just not it, for it me. didn't have the curiosity yeah. factor to it that the great Malenko had for me, where I was like, "What am I listening to?" This yeah. was just kind of like, "Oh, it's a watered down version of that." They're trying to be yeah, a little yeah. bit poppy. I'm never going to listen to it again. Right? Yeah. Mighty <laughs> Death Pop. Oh, and did you? Keep listening at the end of the last track. There's like uh, two or three minutes of dead silence. No, I didn't. And then there's another skit. Oh, shit. Uh, and then there's like outtakes. Oh, from the what? Album. Yeah. Should there's I go back and listen two, to these outtakes? Maybe. Okay. There's <laughs> like two or three minutes of just. Studio outtakes. Is it like fucking they, up rhymes? Oh, and, is it like them rapping in their really nice raps? And they're like, "Oh, wait, 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 wait! Fuck you, bitch! Fuck! Oh shit! <laughs> nah, I wish that'd be better. No, this is just like them screwing up, or like it just—it's weird. It's like a fucking blooper reel. Oh man! At the end of the album, I should have. Oh, that. I bet they thought that was the fucking cleverest shit to do. <laughs> it was maybe my favorite part of the whole record. <laughs> oh, so it actually was the yeah, cleverest so I was thing. Like, to you know do. what? More albums need blooper reels. <laughs> I would be down for that for sure. Fuck yeah! Yeah, I'm gonna have to go listen to that. Uh, I'll never listen to this album again. No. Other than that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right. So, so you're what are you going to give us another fucking <laughs> Tink Lambasi album? There's a lot of them. There no, I'm actually not. I, I thought I, I really wanted to, but then I was like, I think there's only so much of that that people need to listen. To. Yes, uh, I also think that. Uh, oh, before uh, before before I do give you guys uh, the new Punishment album, um, I actually want to say I, I was listening to. I downloaded that Django app, which huh? gives you. Uh, um, like you, you type in an artist and it gives you people like that artist. Yeah, so it's kind of, kind of like Pandora Radio. Or whatever, sort yeah. of, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was listening to it and I wasn't paying attention to what was playing. And there was a song playing and I'm like, oh, this is a really good song. I really like this. Who is this? And I fucking looked it up and it was Vampire Weekend. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was the the most obvious bicycle in the whole wide world yeah. song or whatever it's called. <laughs> and I was like, I genuinely like this song. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I might actually have to go back because I gave that as a, uh, uh, as a punishment album yeah. which dan gorman you were like no that's actually a good album so i, I like it actually, a lot i didn't like it greg didn't i may actually have to go uh, uh yeah. to go back and, and check it out should. myself yeah i think yeah. you should check it out um maybe you should listen to these insane clown posse albums too. Maybe yeah. find something about yourself in there too <laughs> i might just who knows <laughs> See if you love fago pop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so while i was i was kind of going through itunes um looking at uh you know, like what what's new and upcoming, and there's yeah. a couple really retarded things coming up. I was like, oh, I could give you those, um, but well, well uh, there was also something else that came out, and it's like these big giant box sets of uh, Grateful Dead okay. albums, um, and I'm like, oh, I can't give you a great big uh, you know box set or anything. But I went back to the Grateful Dead's back catalog, and I was like, what's going to be the worst oh, era no. for the Grateful Dead? And I figured probably around 1987 <laughs> was going to be a pretty bad. So they've got an album called In the Dark. Yeah. Uh, from 1987, Grateful oh, Dead. So that's what you're going to be listening to for this Okay. Oh. Some late period dead. Late period dead. Like when, when like, probably it's going to be really overproduced mm-hmm. and... and you know, they were probably so we, just all fucked up on coke and yeah. shit like that and just didn't even have any good ideas, but they mistook all of their ideas for, for good, good ideas. ideas. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah. Like, I've never really listened to the Grateful oh, Dead. I hate They're the fucking the Grateful fucking Dead. But I have, they are the worst. I have attempted to get into American Beauty right. one or two times, and... and I had didn't hate it. It just right. didn't grab me. Sure. And it's one of those things like uh, the ending of Freaks and Geeks where she listens to it and it's like this big thing. It always seemed like one of those albums that I was like, I should give this like classic rock album a go. And mm-hmm. I and like, yeah, I didn't hate it. And I've still continued to go back to it once in a while and be like, this is pleasant. Mm-hmm. But I haven't yet decided whether I like hate them overall or not because that's all i've heard i feel like i feel like this album in the dark from 1987 <laughs> is not gonna sway you have that, the other way that like soul radio hit that they had soul radio hit. no no like single they, they, they only had one radio hit oh i don't know uh touch of gray wasn't yeah. that yeah that's it is that on this fucking album i don't know seems around that, like it was around that time yeah i have no idea <laughs> Kate, what are you looking it up, Casey? I sure am. Casey's I going got, to the iPhone. Let's narrate it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Let's put some music to it. Podcasting. No. No. Wait, maybe. <laughs> yep. It's the first track. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. All right. Glad that's we cleared a, that up. That's a terrible fucking song. Yeah. Um. Not not looking forward to late period dead, I gotta say. No, it's gonna um, suck. Yeah. So have fun with that. Let's suck. get to rolling. Uh, 
this week. Oh, it's the worst, too. This week we are rolling. Staring at me in the record store when I was a kid. Yeah. It stared at you? Yeah. Daring you to lower your standards. <laughs> uh, we got an interesting week this the, uh, for rolling. We've got this a, is horrible. a week of twos, yes, we, if you will. This uh, this week we're going to roll for two guns with Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, uh, when I saw this on the street, I saw the poster for this on the street, I thought it was a parody poster, the kind of parody poster you would see in a movie with like yeah, stupid yeah. action movie posters because right. it's just Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington with money raining around them and they have guns. And I was like... That would be in like Forgetting Sarah Marshall or something. Like yeah, dumb action movie. Mm-hmm. But then I, I saw the trailer. If I'm not mistaken, this is based on a graphic novel. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, and so then I saw the trailer and I was like, a buddy cop comedy. Yeah. I'm always up for those. Totally. Yep. So and honestly, like I saw the Red Band trailer today and fucking Denzel Washington looks hilarious in uh-huh. this movie. Yeah. yeah, I think he really knows what he's. Bill doing. Paxton's in it. Looks yeah, like yeah. He's being like nobody. No one's reining him in, which is always the best. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So uh, two guns. We're gonna roll through with the twos. Yeah. And go with the Smurfs two. Yeah, the Smurfs which... two gun. <laughs> <laughs> two Smurf, two Smurfius. Uh, um, looks terrible. Uh, and oh, and man. I do not want to see it. No. Casey's gonna roll. Upset I didn't see the first this. one. I know. Yeah. Well, you'll be totally confused. <laughs> Why are they blue? <laughs> Who are these people? Casey rolled oh, a four. I got a four. My luck's All changing, right. you guys. Yep. Rolling on the bouncy tile, as usual. I rolled a six. Oh, oh man. My luck Patriot. might not be changing. I'm not going to see the Smurfs, <laughs> too, you guys. I'm not. Come on. Greg's rolling. Lose. Jinx. He has rolled a three. Oh. Yes. Fuck yes. Fuck awesome. Yes. You are going to see the Smurfs, oh, too. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm so happy. I'm going to see a movie because I Because it's see. been a long oh. KC losing streak. Maybe one of the long... Like, that was a Dan Gorman-sized yeah, streak. Yeah, and I was kind of like, well, now we're just going to get back to me losing again. Like, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Maybe it's Greg's turn. I'm happy oh. about that. Oh, Greg, don't God. you fall in love with those Smurfs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So listen next week to hear about what Greg thinks of Smurfs do and what Casey and I think about. It's going to be just a terrible theater experience. Yep. Yep. Don't go to Carlton. Oh, yeah, nothing about Because it's not going to be, like, full of, like, it's going to be full of the stupidest kids. Yeah. Yeah. The stupidest kids who want to see the shitty movies. Hard ticket to order. Can I get one for Smurfs 2, please? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I feel good. Yeah. Son Even if Two Guns is bitch. garbage, I'm going to be like, well, whatever. This is not fucking Smurfs too. Neil Patrick Harris, Katy Perry. No. Enjoy it. God damn it. Um, and you don't even get to look at Katy Perry. She's just a voice. Yeah. Great. Her least attractive quality. Uh, she's all right. She's got an all right voice. <laughs> Probably not in character. Work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't really say because I haven't seen the first Smurfs movie yet. Yeah. Well, I sat through Katy Perry 3D, so I will be the <laughs> that, judge about Katy Perry. Okay. You are the resident <laughs> Katy Perry expert. Oh, All right, let's man. get into some hero is swap. This in 3D. Can Cage I go see match? this shit in 3D? Maybe. Smurfs. I don't know. Probably. Be like it is. All right. You gonna spend money I, on 3D? Yeah. Right? You want to be surrounded by the Smurfs? Do you? <laughs> They're coming right at me. <laughs> I'm scared. Hero Swap Cage Match is... I'm just broken inside. When you lose, I love your intro. (laughs) Hero Swap Swap Cage Match is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64, 
We're down to four. Yeah, we started with two brackets of 64. Golan mm-hmm. bracket versus Globin bracket. <laughs> Glabble that bracket. Glabble bracket. I yeah. should never have a microphone in my hand. <laughs> yeah. And these are the conference finals. Oh, my God. All right. So the winner of today's match moves on to the final. Yep. Apparently it's in your backyard. <laughs> uh-uh. Smurfs are coming to get so, you. So this is a hell of a thing we're talking about today. Yeah, we got a good matchup a very good for one. this we've, fight. We've got Action Jackson. Oh, yeah. Jericho How do you Jackson. like them ribs, Jackson? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's portrayed by the uh, the great Carl Weathers. Um, going up against the bride. Uh, I'm yep. not happy with what's about Beatrix to happen. Beatrix Kiddo is portrayed by I am. Uma Thurman. Um, really? Yeah, a little. Yeah, this is intense shit. I mean, we're to the point where I'm going to be There's nothing sad and happy yeah, every yeah. time we do one of these because it's always going to be two awesome characters. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let me uh, move this over here and see where we are with these two. All right. We're rolling. We've got a two. That's a... Uh, what is that? That's a the Nakatomi Tower. Movie. Nah, Nakatomi Tower. Okay, so let's see. Uh, the, the high roller of these two is the one who is on the floor and of gets, gets a chance Plaza. to strategize. So let's see. Action Jackson has three. And the bride, the bride has, has four. four. Okay. So the so bride's, the bride's on waiting. The floor. Action Jackson's on his way up in the elevator. Yes, bride has a couple minutes. Yep. He's on his way up, <laughs> and ding. Action and Jackson is on Nakatomi Plaza floor. Yeah. So, I now, okay, does the bride even hide? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like she just Not waits really. for that fucking door to open. By now, she's been through some fights. She knows what's going on in this hero swap it's cage true. match. So, she's like. I think she's been on, she's been on the floor before. Yeah. I feel Has like. she? I feel like. Because hmm. I, I feel remember. like, she, I feel like we had her close somebody's head in the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so she doesn't, I think she's just hanging about. Being like, who's gonna? Who am I gonna kill today? Right. <laughs> <laughs> now she doesn't have. Uh, she doesn't have a weapon, no, or anything. But she's extremely skilled at hand to hand. Yeah, and she also knows how to touch you in five places that make you die. Yeah, <laughs> and Action Jackson can cook some ribs out of your ribs inside of you. <laughs> that is true. Um, and Action Jackson, to be fair, can do a fucking everything. Crazy, yeah. crazy jump over things. cars. Yeah. He, can, he can probably jump over her. He's the he superest can... of the super cops. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely, he can outrun taxi cabs. Yeah. <laughs> so he, um, it's not to say that he doesn't have the force here. Yeah. No, he's super strong. He's a good fighter. He can run real fast. Mm-hmm. So if he but, needs to, he can try and outrun <laughs> outrun her. And, yeah. You know. On the floor, <laughs> she's. Yeah. Gotten, I feel like which she's, I feel like at some point he's gonna. Have he might to have do. to do. I feel like she's got him up on agility. Yeah. Well, in terms of like that martial more arts slender style, yeah. speed and accuracy. Right. Whereas he has the blunt force super cop shit. Right. But he's he's super fast. Yeah. Um, but running and jumping. How do we? How does this engage? I, I definitely think she doesn't hide. I think she's no, waiting. no. I think she's just there. She surprises yeah. him. I think he opens the door and she's like, just starts running at him. With yeah, fucking, I think you're right. Yeah, and, uh, and I, screaming when you <laughs> uh, in watching the Kill Bill movies, uh, she tends to adapt like just almost like for the fucking fun of it. She'll whatever whoever she's fighting, she'll fight their way. Yeah, right. For a period of time, right, <laughs> until she's tired of that or something. Yeah. But so I feel like she's just going to get into it with him, and this is going to be a big kind of 
slamming you up against the wall, you know, hard-hitting roundhouse punches kind of. Oh, so you think she's going to go, like, sort of uh, pugilist fighting? Yeah. Uh, I All right. That, I think that's how it starts anyway. Right. You know, I, I think she is going to charge him as soon as those doors open. Yeah. Mm. And he's going to, you know, uh, take one of the chin right away. Yeah. Oh, you think she connects when she oh, charges yeah. him? yeah. I think she's, right. he's not going to know. He's like, hey, who's the blonde? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so she so she comes a run and she knocks him down. He gets right the fuck back up because oh, yeah. he's Action Jackson. Um, Does she ever sword? No, 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 no she's weapons. got nothing. Okay, there are power tools and a variety of other things a little deeper into this floor. Yeah, yeah. So let's maybe they maybe they they start sort of a hand to hand thing that moves them closer to the power tools because I yeah. feel like maybe let's, let's get some power tools in this fight. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> she I definitely like, goes for some power tool action. Like, it's going to be For sort sure. of a set piece thing where they eventually sort of, where that becomes the, the, the brunt of the fight. Yeah. With the power tools. Yeah. Totally. So, okay, so let's, so they fight their way over there to where the power tools are. All right, so they fight over, fight fight their way over there, backing up over to the power tools. Right. What is she, what's she going to grab? Saw? Yeah. I see, I see either I see a, saw a saw or around. Uh, or uh, a power he, drill or something. Power drill. That's kind of what I saw. Yeah. Um, I see him with the with the handheld saw. Okay. Yeah. And so he's waving it around. She's got. What does she pick up? Something power that drill. can. She's got a power of, drill. Okay. Yeah. So she's like. So he's got a better reach now, uh, because he's got like one of those long. She's using saws. like the metal to kind of like deflect the blade. Right. Yeah. Like they're going on like a kind of a like. Now the handheld like a dueling saw. Kind like of you got to hold it with two hands. Yeah. Yeah. And he's it's, holding it with two he's hands. He's got about an extra. And like waving foot. it at her. Yeah. She's got the power drill, which is also connected to a cord. So I feel like she can swing this thing a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I need to be. I don't think you'd walk up with a power drill and be like, poka poka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't. Don't tell me how to fight. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like that could play into this pretty well where, you know, again, she's very adaptable, has a keen eye. I think uh, maybe lasso style with a running power drill might be a Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And just connects with the side of his head. Yeah, for sure. Um, not the pointy part. Like, maybe just the side of it. Yeah. Just fucking a cold club fucking bang, All right. Yeah. Right in the side of the head. Yeah. Get that uh, power uh, power saw out of his hands, I think, is what's going to be the uh, right. yeah. order of the day for her. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, which I think that, that it does. I think sure. that she gives him one fucking to the side of Usually the head. when I get hit in the head with a running power drill, I drop whatever saw I'm holding. <laughs> I never have, but it doesn't mean I wouldn't. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, okay. So, he kind of goes down again. He hasn't really gotten a shot in on her yet. Nothing more than, you know, a, like a... A lot of defensive fighting. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a couple of face punches or something from sure. the mm-hmm. earlier skirmish. But this is the first real, like, solid contact yeah. of some kind. Um, what, do you, what do you see happening here? Um, this is I kind of a point he where he's on the ground. Again. They're both now weaponless, but she's in a, uh, an ability to charge. She's yeah. basically high ground and element of... I think she, I think she charges him again. He's on the ground from the hit to the head. Yeah. She charges him again, but from his vantage point from the ground, I think he sort of like grabs her and and uses her momentum to throw her into a wall or something. Yeah. So she's running at him. He fucking grabs her. He chucks her into a wall. So he because he needs time to get back up and regroup. Sure. He's gonna be a little fuzzy. He's been hit in the head with a power uh, power drill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I feel like this is the point in the fight where she gets the upper hand and then kills him. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think you're probably right here. Yeah. Um, I think we all know what's going on. Oh, here. Yeah. yeah. It was only a matter of time. Uh, like, I don't see many people defeating the bride. Yeah. I don't see yeah. that being a thing. So let's, I can see, like, he pitches her into the wall. Yeah. And it's like, you can have a nice reveal shot, too, where she hits the wall, hits the ground. He's kind of spinning from his injured head, and he yeah. looks up, looks at her, but he's kind of thrown her right into the wall, right by the big power saw. Yeah. And now she's got the power saw. Oh, oh yeah. shit, kind of moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I think she's just going to, he's cornered. They're in a smaller space now. I think she's going to just cut him in half. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think what she does is right she goes, hey, half. I like your ribs. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. She yeah. Likes, cuts him right now. Right oh, fucking Action half. Jackson. Oh, uh, Jericho. Yep. It was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. He could have went far, but I don't. He could have gotten in the final. I think that yeah. would have been, you know. I don't. It would. Yeah. Any way you stack him up against the bride, mm-hmm. I think, is a hard she's sell. She's tough for, as fuck. Yeah. yeah. She's a monster. Yeah. Right. She, Bride's in the final. Mm-hmm. And she will be going up against uh, the winner of next week's uh, match. The final two from uh, Golan uh, Conference. This is the first time this happened, and it, this, there was opportunity for this all the way through. I'm glad it finally happened uh, uh, oh, yeah. now. Or, or, it uh-huh. just happened at some point. We have two characters played by the same actor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we've got uh, Dutch... From Predator, going up against Conan the Barbarian. Schwarzenegger <laughs> versus Schwarzenegger. Oh, man. Um, this is going to be good. Yeah. Yep. I'm, uh, so either way, we have a Schwarzenegger in the final. Totally. I think that's appropriate. Yep. Um, so, yeah, uh, the bride will face the winner of Dutch versus Conan. Uh, so watch Predator, watch Conan the Barbarian, get yourself ready for the discussion next week. See if we're right. Yeah. Um, Yell at us if we're wrong. Man, this is bananas. We're almost done. So close. <sighs> Yeah. So close. I'm excited. It's been quite a ride. It has. As <laughs> soon as the whole thing's done, we're going to have one of those like Oscar in memoriam things. Yeah. All the people who died. I thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, Lord. Sweet. So come back next week for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SYNWPC or go to twitter.com slash SYNWPC. Or if you'd like, just go to modernsuperior.com and find all of our shows and articles about lots of sweet stuff. Yeah, we got lots articles about things. Greg mm-hmm. put up a fucking killer mixtape. Oh, super sweet uh, mixtape. You got to so check that out. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Every track was a winner mm-hmm. in my mind yeah. and my heart. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, super good. Lots of stuff up there. So yeah. check it out. Mm-hmm. More um, to come. Almost every day. More to come. Up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <sighs> so yeah, go to there. Modernspirit.com. Find everything. Uh, you can find one of my guest blogs on RetroS.com. I wrote an article about Camp Caribou recently. Nice nostalgia piece for 90- all you Canadian kids. Yeah, if you're a 90s kid like me, early 90s. You'll, you'll remember Camp Caribou. Or if you were from the 80s, they uh, were originally created in the 80s. So, yeah, check that out. Retroist.com. Oh, and, and I just want it to be noted because I think this is sweet. Uh, if you'll remember, I did a, I wrote a post about um, often forgotten movie The Last Supper. Yeah. Which our good friend Jeff Giddy sent along to the director who now follows me on Twitter. Oh, uh-huh. shit. So, yeah. It's all happening so fast. I know. So fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's got a new movie coming out called The Bye Bye Man. 
Yeah, uh, I will definitely be closely following that. Yeah, Absolutely. and there was Probably some there was some good it. feedback on that on that post about uh, oh, yeah. Miracle Mile as well. Yeah. Yes, uh, Beardy Freak on Twitter said that he really liked that movie when it came out, saw it in theaters. So, oh, wow. thanks for your feedback on that. Yeah, we had another uh, another Facebook follower who was like, "Oh fuck, I totally forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that movie." So, so we're doing the Lord's work. It yeah. used to be on uh, Netflix in its entirety, but it's now or oh. not Netflix, oh, sorry, no, YouTube. YouTube, but it's gone. But yeah. yeah. Seek it out. It's a yeah. It's check a it out. Watch. And anytime we post about shit like that, if you watched it and liked it because of our post, or if you remember it and you hated it, or if you remembered it and you liked it, put a little comment on there, man. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Tell us how much you love us. Tell us how much you fucking hate us. Yeah. Or if you want to go see Smurfs two with me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get in Meet touch. Me at yeah. <laughs> Carlton's and us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to go to the Carlton. <laughs> oh god, I honestly feel sick to my stomach about this. Awesome. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so annoying. This is going to be horrible. Yeah, I'm happy. Oh, for sure. Son of a. Bitch. All right. Like I love Hank Azaria, but when he's bad, like he's when he's bad. hammy, he is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So enjoy. Uh, Listen to it next like week. The poster makes me angry. He's doing that. It's two, so we're making bunny ears with the fingers behind the head. Uh, Get it two. And there's like bad Smurfs in this one, and they're yeah. called yeah. the Naughties or something. What? Oh, buddy, this is gonna be so <laughs> fucking lame. <laughs> oh, you're gonna want to listen next week and find out yeah. what Greg thinks. Maybe he'll uh, love it. Or maybe this movie will explore all the weird Nazi things about Smurfs. Yeah. 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 Probably. Probably. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? It would. It would be interesting. <laughs> There's Nazi shit with the Smurfs. Look it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That absolutely. That is a fucking thing. <laughs> yep. I cannot wait to hear what you think. Yeah. Um, but for now, goodbye, Internet. Bye, Internet. We'll see you next Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. We'll see you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Good night, John boy. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.